Life goes up and it goes down I know my mom taught me that I figured why we fool around So little And we keep track of time Being so serious Idiots Thinking it will matter Keep me company downtown Before the clock runs out Sun is shining but the rain is welcome too Friends are nearby, don't need another view Time is not on my mind but then it's you Oh, I love it when the love comes around And then I remember All things must pass But I'm not gonna wake up, wake up I'm not ready, let me have another day Don't wake up, wake up Steady cause I'm happy, I'm not gonna wake up No, no, not yet, whoa No, not yet, whoa No, no, not yet, whoa I'm afraid I'll end up nowhere Hello and welcome to Rollercoasting I am your host, Megano And I have really missed saying that I have missed you all dearly my roller coaster riders, and I'm so genuinely pleased to be back for season four. What? <laughs> How am I on my fourth season of having my own podcast? You tell me, because I don't know. As you can see, you can see me now. Ooh, hello. Temporarily, temporarily, for now, it is just going to be short clips because apparently that is what we all love our attention spans just like small pieces of information that we can swipe past really quickly and it just disintegrates our brains but i've got to move with the times and if you just want short clips of entertainment i will give you short clips of entertainment so for now it is short clips only but if you want maybe in the future it's a big maybe but if you want longer clips full episodes on youtube let me know and i'll think about it i'm not making any promises but i certainly will think about it okay one of the reasons i've always been quite against the video elements of a podcast is because i look like this this is what i look like when i record my podcast i have one outfit requirement or one aesthetic requirement and one requirement only and that is comfort I am body comfort I must say I don't usually look like this so like I would not wear my pajamas during the day I don't know why it just makes me feel really out of sorts but it's actually half nine at night it's pretty late um that I do decide to record this podcast and the reason for that being is I fully planned to record earlier on I went and got my nails done nails play I don't know how much of this I'm going to record, so you, I, I'm still talking to the camera and you might not even be looking at me. But um, I decided to go for my nails. I was saying to Amy, my nail tech, I'm going to get home. I'm going to bish, bash, bosh, baby. Season four is kicking off. That was the plans. Got home, wrote my notes out, had my lunch, set up, was like, whoa, I'm in the mood. I'm in the zone, baby. And I know that my neighbours would be at work. So I don't have to have the fear that they can hear. I don't find I can hear because I've never, ever heard my neighbours talk. But, you know, there's just always that fear. That girl, the new girl who lives downstairs and talks to herself, you know. 
I'm still trying to make a good impression. I've actually not really met any of my neighbours. But anyway, sorry, I'm rambling on. Um, sat down in the mood, ready to go, ready, steady to go. And open up my laptop. This laptop I have here that I am recording on is my brand new Mac Air Book. Airbook? No, sorry. MacBook Air 14. I think that's what I have. Wow. Literally bought this about an hour ago. She's brand spanking new, out the wrapper, on wasting no time because I was using my old MacBook, which turns out is 10 years old. She is a decade. Who knew? She was that old, not me. Um, and she just stopped working. She just said no. She said, I am too old and the apps are too new. And that was that. I just had to get a new laptop. I phoned Apple Support, who were very, very helpful. I really liked them. Nice Irish man I spoke to. And he was like, um, well, your laptop, your laptop's real, is quite old now. And I was like, look, let's no beat around the bush. Are you telling me I need a new laptop? And he's like, well, we're not really supposed to say that. And I was like, I'll take that as a yes. So I had to buy a new laptop, which is amazing right before Christmas and right before I go on holiday. Yes, I wanted to splash out a thousand pounds. No, I did not. But I done it for the good of the podcast, guys, because I love yous. I just need also need one for work. Don't know why I'm trying to act so cool and kind. Anyway, sorry, that was a long way for a shortcut. Basically, I'm always going to look like this. 99.9% of the time, I will be of this caliber. I might be in clothes, but it'll probably be like a tomato-stained hoodie or an ugly t-shirt. Like, I'm never going to look glam, babes. This is what I look like. And... You're just going to need to suck it up and deal with it. Also, what's funny, if you are a podcast listener only and that you don't follow me or consume my content on any other um, platform in this metaverse that we're in these days, um, you might not know what I look like until now. So surprise. Oh, oh, my sexes are coming through on this new laptop. I don't want that. Surprise. I hope I didn't disappoint. So. Season four, isn't that absolutely mad? Before we kick off the brand new season, roller coasting season four. Oh yeah. I just want to say, guys, the biggest thanks for all the support over the first three seasons. I actually checked my podcast analytics, which is something I don't do very often. However, I was seeing me being tagged in some people's Spotify wrapped up, which is mad. I mean, the likes of my Spotify wrapped up was Chris Brown, Fred again, Louis Capaldi, Miles Cyrus, Taylor Swift. So the fact I'm on some people's Spotify wraps up, that's quite a big sleigh. Pretty cool. So that spurred me on to go check the podcast analytics. And I was shocked to find that this silly little old podcast, Little Roller Coasting, has been streamed over. 400,000 times. 400,000 times. You know, I actually had to practice saying that number because that's a number I do not say often. I'm not used to seeing or saying that number. So thank you so much, guys. I just love doing my podcast so much. It's like my little safe space, my little weekly therapy sessions. So it's so nice to see that you guys are enjoying it as well. Big love to use. You know what's so weird? Side note, these flowers that are sat in front of me, my gorgeous wee boyfriend bought me them the other week, but they smell like yogurt. These, they're, they're obviously um, 
at the end of their span here on earth. Um, but they literally smell of out-of-date yogurt. Because I've been sitting like, what is that smell? Have I left like a yogurt somewhere? Is these flowers? They're honking. So for season four, you can expect much more of what we've had before from silly episodes to serious episodes and a whole lot of oversharing. Obviously, we've now got the camera here. Hello. For some short clips on TikTok, on Instagram to incite you in. Come here, you. Come here. Come here. I see you. Come here. Um, and we also... We might have some guests. Yeah, that's right, that's right. I might bring some guests on now and again, just in case you're getting bored of this silly old Billy. I truly am so excited to see how this season will unfold. Get your safety harness on, guys. It's going to be one heck of a ride. Don't wake up, wake up. Keep it steady, cause I'm happy. I'm not, I'm not going to wake up, wake up. Oh, it sure feels funny to be sat here behind this mic once again. For today's topic, I thought we could talk about something that I am for sure, for shizzles, experiencing right now. And that is being in love. Being in love is honestly one of the most magical experiences. But of course, with love can come huge heartbreak. So I thought today we could really dive into the topic and discuss it for what it really is. Let's start with falling in love. Now I can help falling in love with you. Falling in love to me. I'm sure we all have different ideas or different ways and different feelings and thoughts on what falling in love is. But to me, being in love and when I think I know that I am in love, it's when I wake up in the morning and I think of this person, the first thing I think of is them. It's when I'm falling asleep at night and the last person and last thing I think of is them. It's when even when you're having a bad day, just thinking about them in your head can put a wee smile on your face. And when you feel all warm and fuzzy when you're close to them, And when you generally just cannot picture life without them, to me, that's when I know I'm in love. I also find it so interesting how we all love in different ways and we all fall in love at different paces. Like that is just an absolute matter of fact. Like, can two people meet and fall in love at the exact... Sorry, I just barked. I'm in, a, I'm in a new, mature, 25-year-old, frontal love, developed, slayed girl. And I don't burp on the podcast anymore. Because um, once I got a really angry DM about it. <sighs> sorry, she doesn't listen anymore, so she won't hear this apology. But if it ever gets back to her, I'm so sorry that I upset you like that. Um, Where was I? Oh, yeah. So, is it at all possible for two people to meet, right, and fall in love at the exact same time, I would argue no. How would that be possible? We're all different. We all work different ways. 
Um, and that's okay. That's fine that we're not all programmed to be the exact same. I would say for me, I'm a bit more of a slow burner. I wouldn't say it takes me a long time to fall in love. Like probably in the grand scheme of things, it's still quite fast. But I would say I am a bit slower than average maybe I don't know if it's me trying to protect myself or if it's just genuinely how I am as a person like I am quite um quite a realist like for someone who is quite positive day to day I'm not very optimistic so I'm always like I am a bit of the glass is half empty not the glass is half full so if I'm going to fully let my barriers come down and be like, I love this person, it's going to take me a wee bit of time and I need to be really, 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 really sure. Like, I'm putting this person to the test. Um, But it's almost like one day I just wake up and I'm like, oh my fucking God, I'm in love. I'm so in love. Like, I am love sick. Like, I am a love puppy. Like, woof, woof, I'm a love puppy, you know? Um. I also say like I have the love bug like that's like my new thing I say I'm like I have the love bug like the love bug has got me I am sick with the love bug but it takes a while for the love bug to catch me I personally don't think there's any right or wrong time scale to fall in love like I absolutely do believe that people can love fall in love at first sight I do I don't think I could because the way that my brain works and functions I just don't think my brain would allow me to but I do absolutely believe that other people can and I don't think they're lying I don't think they're being delusional I think some if everyone's build-up is different everyone's makeup and their brain and emotions and bodies is different so who are we to say that someone can't fall in love instantly um so yeah I don't I don't think there's any right or wrong time scale I just think you need to do what makes you feel good like say Say your boyfriend says to you, I love you and you don't love them. Yeah, right, but you're on the way. They they need to be okay with the fact that you're taking a wee bit longer. Like if that is absolutely killing them, they shouldn't be with you is what I think because that's just so sad. Like you need to be comfortable with your time skills and someone else's time skills. But I don't think there's a right or wrong time scale. Unless they're taking like fucking years and I'd be like, mate, jog on. Curling never gonna happen. So I have actually heard this before. Like I have heard this from numerous people. So I took it upon myself to Google this. And this is from Google. Source Google. There's a theory that throughout our lifetime, we will fall in love three times at three different stages in our lives. Each love feels totally unique from the other and teaches us something different that shapes the person we are becoming. Now, this could be a complete coincidence. I am in no way, shape or form saying that this is how you do love and this is a path that everyone has to follow and this is the only right or wrong way, but I have been in love three times. I have. It's facts. It it is speaking to me. It resonates with me. I have always said and do truly, truly believe that no two loves are the same. So with that in mind, I do my absolute best not to compare like different loves. Is this is that different loves? Like I'm not going to compare relationships. I'll say relationships. Like there's no use in comparing 
your current relationship to your past one or blah, 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 because no two loves are the same. Every single love is going to be different because you're with a different person. How could it possibly be the same? Everyone is also guilty of a little bit of comparison here and there, hey, but you know what they say, comparison is the thief of joy. So I also do my best not to compare like my love or like my relationship to someone else. Like there's no point looking on Instagram and being like, oh, those that couple are so much more in love than me and my boyfriend or blah, blah, blah. Like I have done that in the past and it doesn't get you anywhere. And also, how do you know? You don't know what's going on behind the screen, but no two loves are the same. And let's not compare a love to anybody else's love and oh my lord I cannot back up the point that every love teaches you something that shapes you into the person you're going to be in the future like absolutely don't get me wrong there's some lessons that I'm like did I need to learn that could I not have went without that one but you know what it's made me who I am today and I I would say grateful is maybe the wrong word for some situations, but um, it's all lessons. And they do shape you for the person you are today. I'm sure there are people in the world who have literally met like the love of their life like so early on and have just had such a nice, like easy path. Like everyone nobody's perfect, like, and I actually stand by that. But I'm sure there is like a handful of people in the world who haven't had to learn like any hard lessons being in love and haven't had to go through really hard times to like be able to move forward and get better in the future. But I would say I've definitely had my fair share of lessons along the way. I feel like what is crazy though is I had a lot of my lessons quite early on like at quite a young age so sometimes I feel like I can't really like talk about them or like use them as motivation because I was so young but at the same time I still went through it and you can't pick at like what what age it happens to you like the first person I ever loved it was as I said every love is different but it was more of a one-sided love like I was really quite like not obsessed because obsessed is a strong word but like I was really 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 into him and and I do believe I was in love with him because I felt all the things I explained at the beginning of the podcast which is how I know when I'm in love um but I would give my all for this person and I did and a lot of the time that resulted in me being treated like a complete mug like I was being walked all over and I did not have any like self-respect in some ways and I didn't stand my ground and I would have dropped everything in a heartbeat for this person and they just wouldn't have done the same. This went on for close to a year so it's quite a long time. I was literally a teenager and that is a lot to go through and especially when it's your first experience you actually don't know any better so to me I was just like this is obviously what love is this is obviously what happens like someone's always gonna like one person more than another one does like like this just must be it I didn't have anything else to compare it to I didn't know standards yet that just to me was like well I love this person and this is just how it's gonna be 
that did go on for way too long, in my opinion. And I actually came to an end not through me. Like I actually did not want to end it, which is so bizarre. Um, so God knows how long it could have continued on if, the, you know, he did not end it for whatever reasons. The reason is quite funny, but I'm not going to say it on here. Um, but it did end. And I can confidently say that when it finally did end and I was over it and I had healed and I had moved on, that I have never, ever, ever been treated like that ever again. And that's that's exactly what it means. It's like, it will teach you lessons and it will shape you for the future. Like, I think a lot of my like friends and stuff like laugh at me now and they're like, you're so like shooting yourself in a relationship. Like, but I mean, in certain ways, yes, certain ways, no. But like at this exact point in my life, and for the past like year or so, I have been really, really sure. Like I'm like, I am not taking any shit. Like you have to give me your everything. You have to put full effort in. And like whenever any of my friends or whatever have an argument with their boyfriend, I'm like, fuck them, sack them off. No, like you deserve better than that. And people always say to me, you're so like strong-willed. Like I don't know how you just like could like turn out yourself off from a situation or like you just wouldn't take shit off someone and I'm like but I didn't used to be I just learned from that and I said to myself afterwards well at least I know I'll never do that again yeah I can't believe I'm literally recording this at 10 p.m my eyes are shutting anyway the show must go on um another thing I have learned when it comes to love is learning your love languages right I really could have sorted this out a long time ago by taking the love languages quiz I wasn't really aware that this thing existed in all honesty but I have definitely learned that it is okay to have needs and wants and it's also okay if somebody who you might love and they might love you too. It's okay if they aren't able to meet them, but it's also okay to move on and find somebody who will. Like, I don't know how to position this, but it's okay to need and to want more. It doesn't make you a bad person. It doesn't make the person who didn't give you those things, it doesn't make them a bad person. It just means that you weren't compatible in that sense. And I wouldn't say it's like, having high standards or being high maintenance no everybody has their own love languages and everybody has their own needs and wants and requirements I'm not saying go out and buy me a Chanel bag and um paint my toenails every week and make me dinner every single day that's high maintenance and that's like unrealistic standards but having like genuine needs and wants in a love language sense is so fine and like you don't have to settle on these things like these things should be like non-negotiables and it is okay to have to start again and and find someone who you are more compatible with in that sense and my most recent learnings in love and again this is like Mrs. State the obvious Captain Obvious okay but good relationships are the ones you work on like I actually don't believe that anyone is perfect that any couple is perfect I think someone has always got there's always something there there's always something that has to be worked on and I don't mean like 
oh, one of them is always got a wandering eye or one of them is like, you know, we've had dodgy on a night out. I don't mean things like that, but I mean that there's all, there's just always something that might be a personal issue with someone in the relationship, might be a family issue. You just never know, but there's always going to be something. And a good relationship is the ones that you work on. Like, it is okay to say to your partner, look, see this area is not good enough we're going to need to work on that we're going to need to push forward and it's good to nip things so early in the bud nip things in the bud so early did I say that the wrong way around it's good to nip things in the bud so early before they become because I think there's such a fine line of like okay you're not very happy with something to quickly cross a line of there's actually no going back because things like for example effort like, if you feel in your head, mm, I feel like my boyfriend's not making much effort, but I'm not going to say anything now because I would rather he made more effort off his own back, right? It goes on, it goes on, goes on. They continue to not make effort. You eventually are at, like, breaking point with it and you're like, you need to make more effort. Then they might start making a bit more effort, but it seems, like, forced, or at least in your head, you're like, they're only doing that because I asked. Whereas if you just nip it in the bud really early, I feel like it's so easy to not even bounce back from because you're probably not at a point you have to bounce back but it's so easy to naturally adapt and evolve with that information before it gets to a point where it's like there's actually just no way to win in that scenario sorry my eyes are actually shutting and I hope I'm actually making some sense look the whole having to buy a new laptop to record this episode has really thrown me off it's literally so late at night anyway I can hear my neighbours, like, walking about. I hope they can't hear my voice. Anyway, let's talk about some non-negotiables for me in a relationship. Sorry, this is a one-sided conversation, but that just, that really is just how podcasts work. You know, I'm here on my lonesome. Some non-negotiables for me in a relationship. Trust. I should never be worried about what they do behind my back and that doesn't even mean like they're going out and cheating on you or you know they're away texting somebody it's just like I shouldn't ever worry that they're like she's so she's so attractive like she's much more attractive than Megan like those thoughts shouldn't be in my head because you make me feel so good about myself and you remind me all the time like how much you love me and how much you're attracted to me that I just feel so, so secure that I'm not worried about what your thoughts are when I'm not around. That's one. Effort. The minute either person starts to slack, the relationship will go downhill fast. And I'm not even meaning that as in, um, like, from just the boy. I'm meaning that for myself too. I personally, like, find it quite hard to manage my time in a sense that's like fair to everyone and like with the way my life is it's quite chaotic and quite sporadic is that the word spontaneous maybe like you know I can find myself going on a trip quite last minute I can find myself having events to go to through the week when I had plans with someone else so I find it quite hard to manage my time and divvy up my time equally and fairly to everyone and there was a wee phase um like kind of during summer where I was quite bad at making effort with Pav 
and you kind of is so so easily done and I'm like so fine to put my hands up and admit to that but you can kind of get too comfortable with your partner and be like they're always going to be there like if I've had a really really busy day I can just ask them to come around and stay at mine's at night and like I can just chill out and switch off whereas I think really a key to keeping your relationship exciting and fun and special and precious is devoting your time and effort to someone nothing is more powerful than devoting your time and effort to someone so that is a non-negotiable we're not getting lazy and finally I oh god I don't remember writing this <laughs> I wrote the word intimacy but that's really cheeky and I feel like that's making me sound like I'm like I'm a, a complete sex demon which I am I'm actually not and there's nothing wrong with being but I'm actually not but for me it's like physical touch maybe that's what I'm meaning like cuddles and like hold my hand out in public and put your arm around me obviously it is important to be you know intimate sorry mum and dad it is because that is what um differentiates a platonic relationship to a romantic relationship is you know going that step further but for me physical touch is a big one I like to feel close to my boyfriend I like to you know be shown off in public I like to just yeah intimacy sorry so awkward mum and dad are definitely listening anyway moving on so like I said being in love is truly the most magical feeling like I actually can't really think of any other feeling that like compares to just love like being in love with your partner or like the love you have towards your family or towards your friends or towards your pet like the word love is just so lovey-dovey so happy happy but in a romantic sense it is so fun and it's so heartwarming and it's so magic but of course there will always be hard times like I said earlier on like no relationship is perfect there's always going to be hurdles you have to come and of course that's far from easy like it's not it's it's very very challenging but with the right attitude understanding and most importantly love I do believe I do genuinely believe maybe that makes me a bit of a hopeless romantic but I would like to say that I believe you can get any through anything together. I don't mean, let me clear up, I don't mean like, oh, say your husband's had an affair on you. I don't think like, if you're just really understanding, you can get through that. Like, no, fuck him, bin him. I mean, like other things. <sighs> this, this, this really does exclude like cheating. I'm sorry, I'm not here to work on anyone who's cheating on me. No thanks. But life can throw huge curveballs at you and life just happens like shit literally happens and really trying testing things will most likely happen in your relationship but it's how you move on from them like I have seen really horrific things happen to people I love and care about so much and that would be enough to break anyone down but they got through it and I think because I have witnessed that sorry I know that's so vague but it's not something I'm gonna talk about like I think because I have seen it firsthand I'm like okay I actually know you can get through things like even the toughest of things I was actually listening to the girls bathroom when I was driving home from Brayhead with the new lappy toppy here and one of the girls dilemmas and I must 
uh, go go and listen to the rest of it tomorrow morning. Um, but the girl had wrote in saying that she met this boy and she at the gym and like they're kind of they were kind of like friends of benefit sort of situation because they knew very early on that his family were really religious and it just would never be anything more than that but she was saying like how she caught feelings for him and she loved them and it's so hard because she knows it can't really be anything more blah 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 and I was just sitting listening thinking that yes it can yes I absolutely can having a situation is like of somewhat similar vibes to that like not not like word for word at all but somewhat similar situation obviously Pav and I are from different cultures and we're from different religions and traditionally that wouldn't be something that people done and it's not a particularly like easy linear procedure but we whenever it comes down to it and whenever things are a little bit difficult for whatever reason between us like we're like but why would we why would we not fight for this why would we not work through this as a team together and that's that's what it boils down to I think if there is the right understanding there the right love and the right approach you absolutely can get through anything I think I'm talking complete shit guys I'm so tired why am I recording a podcast at a half ten at night please why the other side of that is if it's not meant to be it won't be again that is something I really believe in like if the right amount of love isn't there and the right amount of understanding and the approach isn't right you won't get through it and the relationship will come to an end and with that obviously comes heartbreak and heartbreak comes in many different shapes sizes forms and I think a huge misconception is that a relationship has to end like really badly or really toxically for you to be heartbroken which I just think isn't true if you've been in love with someone and there comes a time you're no longer in love then surely surely there has to be heartbreak in there somewhere no am I wrong from experience uh, you know I've been heartbroken from the two times that I was in love and then no longer was of course some people have heartbreak worse than others due to circum- certain circumstances like that is without a doubt a fact but at the end of the day it's not a competition and no one chooses to be heartbroken nobody on this earth says you know what break my heart go for it this will be fun it's hellish nobody would wish that upon themselves I think what's particularly sad about heartbreak is it really can make you retract and like hold back from future relationships and it's like you're doing it like to prevent yourself from ever feeling that heartbroke again like I've had so many like people saying even myself like when I was single I was like I'm not getting in a relationship fuck that like no I'm not doing this again I'm not feeling like this again because it is horrible and you don't want to ever put yourself in that vulnerable vulnerable position of potentially being heartbroken again but don't let that stop you guys the risk of your poor wee heart breaking again is so so incredibly worth the chance of it being loved in a way it never has been before trust me trust me on this one right well guys 
I think that's all I have for today. I am, I am literally like my eyes are closed. Thank God the camera's not rolling. My eyes are actually shut. I feel like I'm like Mr. Bean. I need those wee toothpicks in my eyes to keep them open. Sorry, I would never record this late at night. This has been a, a real one-off. You'll need to let me off with the fact I literally went and bought a new laptop just to do this today. I should have left this for tomorrow. <laughs> but no, I'm not. Do you know what it was? Do you know what it was? I missed my roller coaster riders and I wanted to get a start on this now. Also, I should inform you that the new um, day of the week my podcasts are uploaded is a Thursday. The Wednesdays, it was too much of a quick turnaround for the start of the week. Thursdays just work better for me. I hope they work well for you too. One day away from Friday as well, isn't that fun? You know, Thursdays are the new Friday, so let's let's do it together. Um, but that's all I have for today. My brain switched off probably about three hours ago, so sorry if this was garbage. Hopefully I had some good points in there. I feel like I'm going to do some more topics on love, like love languages. Like that alone is so fun to talk about. Non-negotiables. You guys could maybe send in your non-negotiables and we could discuss them. There's a lot to talk about in the land of love. There really, really is. Might even get Pav on an episode. We'll see. We'll see. I'm not sure yet, but we'll see. Um, but anyway, I hope you enjoyed the first episode back. I certainly did. I love talking about love because your girl's in love. <laughs> and if you're listening to this in a point where you aren't in such a good spot with your love life, don't give up. Don't throw the table in. And be open to new people and new ways to love. And you know who loves you? Me! I do. I love you lots because you're a roller coaster rider and you've got a special place in my heart. Thank you so much for listening, my roller coaster riders. Really excited for a full season, just me and you. And I'll see you again next week. Big kisses. Life goes up and it goes down. I know my mom taught me that. I figured why we fool around so little. And we keep track of time Being so serious, idiots Thinking it will matter Keep me company downtown Before the clock runs out